Week seven. I hit it first time. I knew it. That's NFL season 2023, baby. We're here, and I am looking at the hottest gambler on the planet. All right. Let me tell you guys right now. Let me tell you something. All right. Nobody won betting NFL last weekend. Not a single human being on the face of the earth except Nick Francis. He is the only person to win gambling on football last week, and that is a verified fact. Nick, how are you feeling? You must be feeling incredible. I'm feeling good. Came came off a of vacation, didn't watch a second of it, and came back to the W's. Oh, that's that's a, that's a, that's a nice thing. I see Rome. He says hockey is his zone. Rome, you got to give us a hockey pick on the pod right now. I need something. I will bet whatever <laughs> you give me blind. But yeah, incredible week from you. Before we get into the recap, Diet Smoke sponsoring us again, as always. Best stuff in the business. Delta Eight, THC, Delta Nine. CBD, pens, vapes, gummies, the best stuff. The merch, the hats. I mean, I shouldn't be wearing one. I was wearing one last week. The hats, the sweatshirt, everything's the best. Code Nick and Bean, E on the end, 20% off. We don't need to be long. People know how much we love this stuff. We believe in it. We live it. We breathe it. Nick's always using it no matter where he is. It's the best stuff in the game. Code Nick and Bean, 20% off. Mr. 5-0, and give me a recap of your week. So I took the Bengals and I took the Ravens, the Bengals, both, neither of them teams. Like when I look back at the box scores, like they neither, even the play well. neither the quarterbacks had that many yards. Neither of them had that many touchdowns. I think, uh, so Tucker had six field goals. So maybe Lamar had one touchdown, maybe. Yeah. And he threw I, one to Zay Flowers. Yeah. He had right. one to Flowers. And Burrow, uh, like first drive, they looked incredible. They scored, and then it was a shit game. I think they won like seventeen thirteen. Just but a they weird both game. Got it done. They but both they covered. Got it done. Exactly, and they covered. So I'll take it. So I two and zero in bets. You're five and zero. You're undefeated the last two weeks. Hottest gambler in the world. You were two and two yeah. in fantasy. I see. Yeah. Uh, any I elaboration that on rat. that? I smelt out that rat on uh, the Philly game on that teaser. I was like, I can't remember on the pod last week. I was like, I can't bet it. Like something about this game is just telling me that this is the one. This is that teaser killer. You know, and this is a new year because usually you fall for the rats. I <laughs> fell for the rat this time. And not only rat, did I man. fall for it, everyone America. and their mother fell for it. Everyone had the Eagles tied to something, and everyone had the Niners tied to something, and they both lost. It was a disaster. I was 0-2 on my bets. On the other hand, though, let's get to the positives. 6-0 in fantasy again, all right? I've still got half my teams undefeated. It's been a glorious run. Let's keep it going. So fantasy doing well. The bets are not good, but I'm going to switch my philosophy this week. When I'm not seeing the board, I gotta, I'm got i going to have to fade myself, and, and we'll get to that in pod picks. But I do want to <laughs> – emphasis is on you because you're on an epic a, run. Keep going. Keep seeing strategy. the board. What, to fade yourself? Yeah, that's such a wild strategy. Like, But sometimes it works, right? It does. Like they, these people, whenever you see something and you're not you're not betting well and you're not hitting your bets, sometimes you got to know when to flip your brain the other way and go against it. You right now, you would never do that because you're too hot. You stick with what you're seeing. I I have to do it right now, and it's going to work like, probably. 
I'm you're like, I'm not seeing this. Whatever I'm seeing, do the I, I was so confident last week, and, and the Rams were such a good play, and the Eagles killed them. So it is what it is. Let's get into it. Impact players. Uh, I did see – we will say this week, Nick did the outline this week, which is just incredible. He's stepping up, and this is what happens when you're on a 5-0 and streak. You start doing the outline. You start – researching more i mean you're feeling yourself and i love it all right i i absolutely love to see it first impact player jared goff these lions man these lions nick always lying Uh oh oh no (laughs) sin city we've got a commenter just going in on nick he's at the peak right now and we've got people hating on him and uh you know it's what happens in this world that's what happens right (laughs) <laughs> so Jared Goff, uh, he's been in the impact players back to back weeks. Nick, what'd you see with Jared Goff, even though you didn't you didn't see the game, but you felt the game? No. Yeah, exactly. I was I was what they call it in the chamber, just just feeling the game with my with my eyes shut. Um, but yeah, it just seems every year at the end of the year, Jared Goff is at the top five in yards, at the top five in touchdowns, and we're seeing it again this year. He has a defense to like to match with it. So, um, we'll see. So I don't we'll see. I will. We'll, I don't know if what you said was right, but I believe it right now because you're so hot. But, I don't know but, if he's ever even finished top five in yards, but maybe he has. Last Either way, year. what I maybe he has. I'm. I'm not yeah. saying you're wrong. I'm saying I don't know. But yeah. I will tell you this: the the knock on golf last year was he could only do it at home in the dome. So people were a little sketch going to Tampa Bay. They were three and one and golf threw for three fifty three, two touchdowns. Amon Ra looked great coming back from injury. And he only had like a, a gimping around Laporta who was not playing that well. So shout out to Jared Goff. Uh, just an incredible week from him. They get the W. They're five and one. And he's uh, away incredible outside. Game. He's away outside again this week. So so we'll see. Yep. Next guy on the list is gonna miss. What? Getting three points. Getting three points. Yep, this I know. Be. I know. I have looked at that game very closely. Yeah. Maybe a might you here. I might have bet the game. <laughs> maybe too, maybe. So <laughs> next guy on the list, next guy on the list, he's going to miss a few weeks. I don't know if you if you caught that drift. He's probably going to go on IR or at least miss a couple weeks here. Kyron Williams, who – had literally like 15, 20 yards at one point, and I blinked, and he had 150 yards and two touchdowns. He's been at the top five, the six fantasy running back on the year. Ridiculous numbers. Sean McVay tends to find these guys, and when he does, he just rides them. So interested to see who's going to fill in that spot, but great game from him. Uh, the Rams, I didn't think they were going to be much coming into the year, especially with the cup injury. But they played well without him, and now they've got the duo with Puka and Cup. They've got a solid line on both the offensive and defensive side of the ball. So I'm really impressed with what they've done so far. Yeah, the Rams are, have honestly surprised me. They've looked a lot better than I thought they were going to look. Um, and Kyron Williams, he actually has like, why are we talking about the Rams again? But yeah, and Kyron Williams, he <laughs> – he actually was a surprise too. I remember there was one week I put yeah. on the question for the Dean against like some big name running back. And you're like, actually, honestly, it might be Kyron Williams. And yeah, he yeah. played, he played amazing for the last few weeks and we'll see 
what happens with him uh, later on this season. Bom, 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 bom. We have just an incredible moment right here in the Nick and Bean pod year three. We've got Romy Rome who just gave us just an incredible bet. This is the type of bet I want to see. I don't know. I know one player he's giving here. This is an yeah. NHL bet. We may have found our NHL savant. Who knows? Clayton Keller, Kyle Connor, Jared McCann. Who the fuck are those people? Miko Rantanen, anytime goal scorer parlay. It's got to pay like 50 to one too. I mean, that's, that's just an incredible bet. Really, if yeah. that, if that hits Romy, you may have your own segment on this show. I'm not going to confirm that. It's not 100%, but you met <laughs> Tyree, Tyree Kill, our third impact player. Yes. What is there to say about him? Well, we'll just read off the stats that he had last game. It was six receptions, 163 yards, and a touchdown. He's averaging historic numbers. I think he's on pace for like 2,300 yards, which would have been the most ever by a wide receiver in the NFL season. So uh, what he's doing is, is ridiculous. He's incredible. Just got to shout him out. No, don't need to add anything onto that. And uh, we just kind of mentioned him with Kyron Williams, but Cooper Cup's back, ladies and gentlemen. Seven for 147 and a score. He looks great. Uh, like we said, the Rams are looking good, but shout out to Cooper Cup. I was one of the doubters uh, over the month he was gone with the hamstring, maybe two months with the hamstring. I didn't know if he was going to come back and be himself. He iced it He's up. here. Rehab that John. Yeah. I'm he with looks it. fantastic. Uh, all right. That's impact players. Let's get into week seven. All right. Huge week in the NFL. And little precursor here. The NFL, I, I read, it's the lowest scoring season since 2010. The lowest amount of explosive plays since 2009. It's a fucking weird year. And Nick, let me tell you, you remember a couple – when we started this show, when you look what – would, what would you guess like a normal over-under would be in the NFL? I always uh, thought like three, 44, three 45. Yeah, three like years? when we started the show. Yeah. Yeah, I would have thought, thought 44. I would have thought 44. Yeah, 40. 44. Let, let me read you the list here of what I see of the games. Is it 47? No, no, I don't have the, the stat on that. I'm just going to uh, read you the over-unders for the week. 41. 37, 38, 43, 40, 37 and a half, 44 and a half, 44 and a half, 48, the highest of the week. Sorry, not the highest of the week, second highest. 45, 51, 44. Almost every game is under 44. Like the, the scoring is just so low this year. We need some action. All right. And I think it this first marquee. Also last year, though. I think last year. Oh, it might have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, but it's not as bad as out. this year. No. Yeah, no. yeah, for sure. All right. We've got the Atlanta Falcons, three and three, traveling traveling to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who are three and two. Tampa's minus two and a half. The over-under is 37 and a half. What are you feeling in this game, Nick? <laughs> yeah, I'm not feeling a bunch of scorings, but I'm not feeling it. So no, we've got definitely not. We've, we've got some good defensive lines. We've got Desmond Ritter versus a banged up uh Baker Mayfield, although it's his offhand, um, he still needs that thumb. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so we'll see about the run game against these defensive pause, lines. Pause. 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 I'm, I'm not sure what I said, but yeah. We'll see about the run game. Um, but with these defensive lines, I don't know. I I like the Falcons in a teaser. 
And um, I don't know okay. if I'm going to give that on the show, but I, I definitely have them in a teaser already. Okay. Yeah, you get them up to eight and a half. I, I yeah, think that as well. You said tip tip is not winning by margin. They're not blowing them out by like ten points or something. I'd be surprised as well. And I saw you said the it had opened at forty. The total it's down to thirty seven and a half. Uh, you know what? I actually, funny enough, lean over in this game. If I was to give out a play, I would lean the over here. I know they're two solid defenses, but. Just when you think this one, it almost seemed like it when you first look at it, you're like, oh, it's going to go under. It's going to be like a 2010 game or 1710 or 2017. But I just have, for some reason, I have a feeling this game is going to go over that 37 and a half. Next game. Three points is probably too much of a reaction. I don't even think it's a bad weather game. So, yeah, agreed. Next game. This may be the second or third best game of the week, maybe second, actually. Detroit Lions traveling to Baltimore. Baltimore Ravens are minus three. And uh, this is this is a fucking game, Nick. This is a great game. Yeah. Yeah, so we've Getting got – total right now. Go ahead. So we've got Lamar th- uh, throwing the ball more like he has the past two weeks. The receivers, like last week, it didn't necessarily translate, so maybe it doesn't ever translate and click. But I'd rather see him taking those attempts than not taking those attempts. So that that's exciting for the Ravens because that run game will always be there. Their defense will always be there. The the Lions, they're playing excited football on both sides of the on the other the ball. So inspired um, football. Every everyone on that game. team has bought has bought in to what Dan Campbell's selling. And and you know what the issue though, what we saw last week for the Ravens is they can't finish. They got down to the 10-yard line. It seemed like every possession last week in London, and they kick field goals almost every time. you got to finish the ball, finish the drive, especially against a team like the Lions. On the other hand, Goff and the Lions, they finish every drive. They've got Amon Ra. Jamison Williams caught a touchdown. He's back. He stretches the field. They lose Montgomery, but that's fine. Jameer Gibbs will be back. He's going to run the ball. Their offensive line is he a force. Be back. Are we, are we positive he's back. that he's – Yeah, okay. yeah. he full practice today. He's back. Okay. And then okay. the defense – the defense, though, is what's surprising people, right? Aiden yes. Hutchinson looks like a fucking boss. Uh, they is. get Brian Branch back this week. They've got people flying around all over the field. I mean, it's just shocking that the Lions defense is actually something to be – you know, to actually look at. So I was surprised that this wasn't like a minus two or minus two and a half and they're giving Baltimore that full three, that surprised me. Uh, but it's going to be a great not game. Open? Did it not open two and a half? I'm not sure, but it, it, it was three. Happen. That would make sense. It was three darn near all week, though. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't see like it a more expensive. Now it's getting like a more expensive plus three, but I think we both like the same side here. Yeah, probably. We'll probably. Over time. All right. Yeah. Maybe yep, we should see I agree. Side. All right. <laughs> next game, th- probably you're so right. All right, next game. Nick said this was the matchup of the year. This is his favorite game. He somehow put this in marquee matchups. It's the three and three Washington football team, yeah. or Commanders, whatever the hell you want to call them, traveling yeah. to the one and five New York Jets or Giants. <laughs> Nick, why is this game here? Tell me. You must have some play on this game that only you know. Tell me. No, so I did end up putting this game in a teaser, but that's not I, like why I thought this game should be there. Um, 
I just believe that, hey, it's a divisional matchup. You got the New York Giants in the NFC that's still wide open, and they're 3-3. Three and three. They're looking pretty darn bad. No, sorry, the Giants are 1-5. The Commanders are 3-3. Three and three. It's a the, Commanders, the Giants are a catastrophe. Yeah, they're looking pretty darn bad over there. But I think with Sam Howell, I think they're still in this game with, within teaser range. So I like the Giants as a teaser leg. And that's why I put them as a, as a marquee matchup. I think New York kind of always kind of gets that 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 uh, marquee label. They get they get the most eyes, like okay. LA, New York. You know what I mean? All right, that's fine. I don't want to even talk about that game anymore. It will be yeah, in my politics though, so we'll get back to it. Uh, all right, I'm sliding the uh, Chargers at Chiefs here. The Chiefs are minus five and a half. Definitely not watching that game though. No, it's no a marquee matchup, no but I'm not watching it. All right, so that means it's not a marquee matchup. That's my point. Okay. Point <laughs> All right, Chiefs minus five and a half against. You know what? Should when am I going to get to take my victory lap about Justin? Is Justin Herbert even good? Is this guy even good? He yeah, sucks, so. Nick. <laughs> he looked. So I've been saying, you know, I've hated on him since he's been in the league. I just don't think he's a winner. This was the first game where he actually sucked. Usually he throws it all over the field and then they blow the game at the end. No faith in the Giants in this one, says Romy. Um, Usually Herbert looks great and then he blows the game at the end. He looked like shit all night tonight on on, uh, Monday night. I had – I was going against Keenan Allen in fantasy and he could have had – 300 yards and 10 touchdowns. He missed him on three plays that were wide open 50 to 70 yard plays. He just could not throw the ball. He throws the pick to end the game. And, uh, but I will say he always seems to play the chiefs. Well, they're going to arrowhead. They're getting five and a half points. The over under is 48, which is a pretty high total for this year. What are your thoughts on this game? That's a high total for this year, but like chiefs chargers, that total is always 53. Yeah, it's usually 53. 53. All right, we're going to pause. We're going to have to – I don't know who's Sin City. Do you know who this is, Nick? Yeah. (laughs) You about to get banned? (laughs) We're going to have to – first he's hating on – now he's hating on Miami. He says we're overrated. The Dolphins, the Miami Dolphins. You you played too much. We're going to get to Miami later. Let's stay on track of what we're talking about. Fine. Go ahead. Keep going. Yeah. So we're talking about uh, Chiefs Chargers. Um, I did actually bet this game. The Chargers defense is atrocious. Um, their offense has not really been clicking the way they ha- should be clicking. And the Chiefs, at least last week, the Chiefs are out here killing people. Five and so a half. So the Chiefs are doing it. Di- they're doing it differently <laughs> this year, though. Not enough. They kill it. Uh, you're go- of course you're betting the Chiefs. They're doing it differently though because Pacheco. They're running the ball. Mahomes isn't putting up crazy stats. They're playing good defense. They're doing it different ways, which is just crazy. And, uh, yeah, you, it, it's tough to ever bet against the Chiefs. And uh, guess right. what? We got, Go we got Andy Reid, the genius, coming off a little extended week. Give him a little extra time for that ass. It's never, it's give him, never give him a little extra about. time against this, against this terrible defense, too. All right, good. All right. We've got uh, two Sunday night football. This is this is obviously the game of the week. You know, we got Sin City saying Miami's overrated. Nick, uh, we've 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 suffered since we're kids. We've ridiculous. never had a, 
we've had a terrible team our whole life. Let us have something decent, right? Let us feel good about ourselves. <laughs> Don't tell us we're there. overrated. We're nah, five and yeah. one. Yeah. Go. No, well, yeah. Go. Well, I was gonna say the Miami offense, they have a hundred more yards than the next the next rated offense. They're by far away the number one offense in the league. Um, number two is actually Philly, but at 395, I think, total yards per game. Um, so, and the other the problem with this matchup is Miami's going into Philly at night in the cold where Miami sometimes has problems. Is that not true? I, is that not true? You can look at me with that face. Right I got to get, I, I got to look at the weather now. It's going to be like 80 degrees probably. It's not going to be 80 in Philly at night, but, um, on top of that, it's Philly, which might be one of the best like home away advantage type deals. Like the fans, they're going to be drunk, they're going to be loud. It's going to be a, t- a tough environment. So it's I'm not it's not, it's going to be a test for Miami. The thing about Philly also is Philly has a really high rated defense. They're like I think th- they're top five. I don't know exactly where they're rated, but they're top five in the league on defense. So uh, Miami finally no longer in the bottom third of the league on defense, but we have a long way to go. I, th- I don't think Ramsey's going to be ready to go this week. Maybe he is. I saw him putting like a limited practice or something like that. Um, so we'll see. All right. They got two so, and a half points given to Philly. Prime time. High of, high of 60, low of 43. I think we'll be fine with that weather. Yeah, not too, go- not too bad. Not now, too cold. Now I'll tell you, both teams – Last week, neither – you know, Philly looked terrible last week. They blew the game. Both their cornerbacks are hurt. Both our cornerbacks are hurt, okay? So, when I look at this game, it's it's a tough game for the Finns. It really is because yeah. our offensive line has been great this year because we get the ball out quick. They're going to have to be incredible this year uh, or this, this week, week for us to have a chance to win this game, okay? So – it's a tough game for the Dolphins. McDaniel's going to have to cook something up. Hold on one second. Yeah, and then we've got Armstead out on the offensive line. I'm not sure if we have our center. Um, Williams got a yeah, so Connor Yeah, Williams. either way. So it's, I'll stay over here, Molly. Sorry, my dog – fucking dog's chewing a bone here. We got – Sin City's a Bengals fan. We have no idea what pain feels like. This guy was in the Super Bowl like an hour and a half ago, okay? So I don't know what you're talking about. The Bengals have been better than the Dolphins since we've been – much better than the Dolphins. He's taking the Eagles at home. I don't blame you for that. This is a tough game, okay? I think if I was going to lean aside, I don't bet against the Dolphins or for them, but I wouldn't blame you for taking the Eagles here 100%. But either way – Under under Fogel? Exactly. It's just a great game. That's what it is. It's yeah. a great Sunday night football game, and uh, I'm I, excited to watch it. I wouldn't be so sure, though. I wouldn't do it against Miami. I'd be like, take pick another team. You know what I mean? With the mute. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, I had to hit the mute because my – I told you I'm a mess tonight. I'm in my living room doing this. I got my dogs. They're chewing bones. They're barking. They're fucking causing ruckus over here, okay? I'm, I'm, I'm trying to stay focused. Yeah, that was a killer mute. We're focused. We're focused. <laughs> All right. So the next the next marquee matchup we have me. here, San Fran at the Minnesota Vikings. San Fran opened at a seven and now it's down to minus six and a half San Fran. What you think about this game, Bean? 
coming uh, off the loss. Monday night football game. I don't know why this line isn't like nine and a half. Uh, Kirk Cousins can't play in prime time. The Minnesota Vikings are not a good football team. They barely beat the Bears last week. They would not have beat the Bears if Justin Fields didn't get hurt. So I don't know what is going on here. Uh, Sam Fran, obviously disappointing game, but everyone saw that coming. Uh, It was in Cleveland. It was a fluke game. Everyone had money on them. You knew they were going to lose that game. The only thing I can think of is they're not projecting McCaffrey and Debo and Trent Williams to play. Maybe Mm. without those guys, this six and a half makes more sense. I don't know. This is a tough one. Yeah, so I think San Fran's a killer teaser like this week. Yeah, I'm all exactly. around teaser. That's the problem. I'm That's all the problem. Teaser. All right, well, well, we'll finish talking about that one when we get to pod picks. So those are our marquee matchups. We're a little all over the place, but this next segment, the next two segments are why you come here. This is why you pay us millions of dollars for our picks. And by millions of dollars, I mean nothing. The prop god is back. Phoenix back. He took a week off. I don't know why. He says he didn't have picks. This is how hard he studies. If he doesn't have something for the people, he doesn't give a pick. Phoenix, yeah, how are I, you? We haven't seen you in, in a lifetime. Absolutely. I, I would never just skip this podcast, but I, I, I can't give out losers on here, and, that, and that's a fact. And when I don't see anything on the board that I like, I'm, I'm not going to come on here and, and you know, feed the viewers a, a bunch of bullshit. So I, I got a couple this week that I am liking, and uh, I'm ready to go. I like Beautiful. it. Beautiful. We're excited to have you back. Six and four on the year. Uh, just, uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. It's so funny. EJ knew you dodged a big week of missed kicks and weird things happening. Your intuition was right, but, but he bets under sometimes he bets under sometimes under what? Like this under field goals made, I think, and under yardages. Oh and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Never, All right, give us your never, <laughs> never will I ever take under field goals made. Okay. okay, but I do like that under longest field goal of 47 yards for both teams. That's that's what it is. Okay, I knew you didn't take the under on the field goals. You're taking the under on the yard. That's what you did. And we, yep. Okay. All right. Got it. So what are you? You six on six and four on the year. You were two and one we're, last time out. Is that right? Yep. We're six and four on the year. We we've never had a week under 500. So it's been going well on here, and uh, I want to keep it up. Yeah. What so, you got for us? All right. Let's. I really want to talk about these kicking picks because I don't have any this week, and I want to talk about why. All right. We we all know we have the checklist of the weather, the accurate kickers, the the high offenses. So let's run through my guys, okay? We've got Jason Myers, the Seahawks kicker, playing against Fuck Arizona. This week one. This, this Fuck is this week no, one. yeah. This this is like a great one. It checks all the boxes, but the guy has missed four of his last six kicks. We we just can't do it. I think it hits and. We have to stay away, give him another week, get back on track. 
and then we'll we'll go back to that one. So okay. I like it. Number two, number two, Jake Moody. We all know I love Jake Moody, my guy. Yeah, he's Choker. Dean's throwing up the the choke signal right now. And Choker. It was a windy one. That's why we stayed away last week, and and it absolutely showed. But not only did Jake Moody miss two kicks last week, the two games before that, he didn't even get to kick a field goal. So he's playing in a in a dome in Minnesota, and and like this one looks great, but. We have to give him another week to show us he's not rattled. He's back on track. Okay. Okay. All right. Harris, Harrison Bucker, we always love. He's playing the Chargers. In the last six division games, Harrison Bucker has missed over one and a half field goals on four out of six games. We, we can't so do that away. either. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That makes sense. And, and the last one, our the, the god Aubrey, the Cowboys kicker, best he's on kicker five. in the world. He's resting up. Oh, so, god. I was yeah, waiting so, for him. Yeah, I know. So no kicker props this week, but let, let's talk about what I do have. Okay, so what you got? This is, what you got? This is a, a one pick. We're gonna call this two picks. Okay, Terry McLaurin. Over 57 and a half receiving yards. Number two, Terry McLaurin over four and a half receptions. Okay. Got it. Okay. Let me tell you why. We on division games, we love, love, love going back and, and looking at what a player has done against an opponent. In these division games where you see these guys twice a year. Um, it, it just, there's a lot of info in there that, that we can gain. So against the giants, he's played seven games. He's never had under 70 yards. He averages 93 receiving yards a game. I actually, uh, posted a link in the private chat here. Uh, if, uh, if, if you want to post this in the YouTube chat, Bean, it's his game log against the Giants in his career, and, and it's unbelievable. Nick, you got to do it. And he's just a great so, receiver overall. I, I mean, they haven't yeah. gotten the ball enough to him this year, but it's coming. And he had a good week last week, I think. Exactly. He, he's, he's, again, the prop is 57.5 receiving and 4.5 receptions. Uh he averages over seven catches a game versus the Giants in his career. We, we got the chart up here. So this is his last seven games against the Giants. Like these numbers are unbelievable for anyone on the, the YouTube stream. This, this is great. So let's, let's talk about the Giants secondary. Uh, they gave up 129 yards to Debo Samuel. They gave up 181 yards to Tyreek Hill, and they gave up 100, 100 yards to Stephon Diggs. So they are giving up yards to wide receiver ones. Uh, so that's why Terry McLaurin, over 57.5 receiving yards, over 4.5 receptions, those are going to be the two props of the week. 
I like it. Beautiful. Yeah. And, Beautiful. And I mean, actually, it's, it yeah. seems like a, it seems good. It seems like a great bet, honestly. I thought it would be much higher the line. I, I thought it would be in the mid-60s. Yeah, get it in there. Uh, and, guys, I promise, like, we'll be back with the kickers next week. You know, like, I'm always looking for the kickers. And just like last week, when it's not there, we're not going to force it. And when it is there, we're going to slam it. <laughs> Six and four on the year. Two and one is last time out. The prop god. Four and a half catches, 57 and a half yards for Terry McLaurin versus the terrible New York Giants. We'll see you next week when you're two and oh this week. Love you guys. Peace, man. Peace, brother. All right. That seems good. That seems like that almost seems too yeah. good to be true. That's what's having me scared. I don't know. So you were talking about and I ended up yeah. with Terry McLaurin in my uh, FanDuel because be, be oh, convinced the me. prop guy, of course. <laughs> I would have had him in mind too. All right. Pod picks. As everyone knows, I was 0-2 last week. Yeah. Nick was 2-0. He's on a 5-0 streak. Yeah. I will go first just because you're so hot and we got to keep our, our traditions as as we as we always go. And like I said, mine are gonna be they're gonna be gross this week. I gotta go against so so when when I looked, the the line that stuck out to me the most, I really loved Cleveland Browns minus three at the Colts. Gardner Minshew looked terrible. Cleveland may have the best defense in the entire league. They look great. They're running the ball. They beat the Niners. They're coming off a big win. I'll take the Colts plus three. I will take the dog shit Colts plus three at home just because I hate it so much. That's why I'm going with it. I can't get behind that, but I don't know. We don't know who's going to be the quarterback, the Browns. Yeah, probably. I wouldn't I wouldn't expect anyone to get behind that. You should not get behind that, and that is why you should get behind that. Maybe. So Colts plus three. I'm going to make it my best bet of the week just because <laughs> it it's so gross, and it's the one I hate the most, and I know it's probably going to hit. Minshew threw so many fucking picks last week. He, he's not Dude. giving them a chance to win games. And then why isn't it not five and a half Browns or six Browns? There, there's something going on here. There's well, something fishy going on. doesn't matter. They just beat the I Niners guess. with no quarterback. With none. True, true, true. True. Colts plus three. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> All right, so <laughs> my, my first play is going to be Detroit Lions plus three. Their way we got we got Jared Goff. He's playing outdoors. Um, I'm this is a guy that was on the Ravens last week. I think the Ravens are a good team. Um, I think they're going to continue to rise. I like that they're having Lamar. Like I said, with the the higher pass attempts, I think they need to be playing ball like that. But the receivers really are not holding up their end of the bargain, and I think they're lacking a little bit in the running department. Not because of Lamar, but with Gus Edwards and Justice Hill. Compared to J.K. Yeah. Dobbins, there is a little bit of a drop-off there. Um, For sure. And if you look at the Ravens' injury report, it is racked up. They, they're they banged up. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to take, I'm gonna take uh, the Lions in this game. Plus three. Give me that. Love it. Minnesota Vikings plus six and a half. You're wilding. You're wilding. This line should be... 10 Niners. It should be minus 10, even if they do have injuries. Give me the Vikings at home. Kirk Cousins got awful in prime time. 
nothing about this game seems like it could ever hit, and that's why it's going to hit. And I'm not going to give you any more explanation. I'm not going to break down the game film. I am breaking down the lines. I am looking at where are all the bets. Guess what? Everyone will have the Niners back in the tees this week. Everyone will be betting the six and a half. The public money is all over them. I was just looking at it. Uh, 91% of the money, 83% of the bets is on uh, San Francisco right now. Okay. And it's even ticked up to minus seven in some, in some sites. Ours is still six and a half. So I'll keep it at six and a half. Ours was seven seven before. Ours was seven earlier. It ticked down to six and a half. I don't know what's going on. Okay. Maybe we're ahead of whatever it is now. They're going to probably win the game outright. Okay. That's probably what's going to happen. So everyone's probably going to lose their teaser on Monday night. Vegas is going to laugh again. And I'm not going to laugh. I'm going to be laughing with Vegas. All right. Let's see. Bean doesn't need to start picking against the teams until like week 10 or 11. Yes. Guess what? It's happening early this year. When I go 0 and 2, I think I went 1 and 2 or 1 and 2 and then 0 and 2. I got to start. So give me the Vikings plus six and a half. Who you got, Nick? I've got the Chiefs minus five and a half. Give me the chalky play. Um, I think they're by far and away the better team here. Um, they're humming on offense, and their defense is actually playing great football. Um, the Chargers, they choke. I think it could end up being a one-score game, but I don't think it's like going to be a three. Maybe I get, I get clipped with a three, but I think I think it's going to be more like a touchdown type of game. Like seven I think points. it's possible they, they, they win by three, but I, I'm with you. I mean, Herbert, he's, he's not that guy. You're not that guy, pal. You're not that guy. It's in Arrowhead. Andy Reid off the longer week to prepare. Um, when did the Chargers play Monday night? Exactly. They're on the quote-unquote shorter-ish week. So, yeah, I, I think this is a bad spot for them. They out of here, Papa. Uh, when I looked at the the board, my last pick of the week, uh, I'll remind you, I have the Colts plus three, the incredible Colts. I have the Vikings plus six and a half. I know it's gross. When I looked at the board this week, I think my favorite play was Washington Commanders minus three, right? The Giants are bad. I don't know who's going to quarterback for them. Probably not Daniel Jones, right? Probably Tyrod. I don't don't think so. Yeah, probably Tyrod. Nice guy. It's good for you if Tyrod plays. Yeah, yeah. So I thought Washington – Washington was probably my favorite play of the week. So my my lock of the the millennium is going to be the Giants. It's going to be the Giants plus three. (laughs) Uh, we're taking all gross underdogs here. We got two home dogs. Sorry, they're all home dogs, actually. Minnesota's at home. Colts are at home. The Giants are at home. Let's ride. Let's ride. They, they, there was too He's many, too many square, too many square plays were winning those first few weeks. Vegas had to flip the switch. And I think the, the switch is still flipped. So those are my three pod picks of the week. Are you done or do you have one more? I'm going to give a little bonus play for that ass. Pause. I'm going to get you a six-point teaser. You ready? I'm going to take back. the buck. Yeah, teaser. It's the, the, point, the totals are low when the totals I are low. I love it. You stopped, you, stopped, you stopped using all the teasers, and you win all your bets, and now you're going back to teaser. Well, just one <laughs> teaser. Just one teaser. Okay, just one teaser. Give it to Those us. Buffalo, you said? Ups. Yeah, Buffalo down from the uh, – are they nine now? It was eight and a half when I looked, when I, when I bet. I so saw eight and a half. Buffalo, Perfect. Buffalo down from minus eight and a half to minus two and a half. Their secondary is banged up. Um, they got that cluster injury. Mac Jones is awful, though. I think this is a run-heavy game, and I think they dominate in the trenches. And minus two and a half against the offense that can't score, give me Buffalo. 
Uh, and then Seattle Seahawks bring them down against the one of the worst teams in the NFL, the Arizona Cardinals. I think they can score. The Cardinals can score in this game, but Seattle minus one and a half. They're going to torch them with DK Metcalf and um, Tyler Lock and whoever the hell else on the sidelines. And the run game, they'll they'll choke them out in the run game as well. I think they'll have success. And I think Seattle's pass rush might even have success against the Cardinals. So Seattle Buffalo teaser. Six points. Seattle Buffalo teaser, the Lions plus three. And what was your other bet? Chiefs minus five and a half. Chiefs minus five and a half. All right. Those are the pod picks. That's the prop god picks. No questions for the Dean today. Nick forgot it, even though I am winning every fantasy matchup I can ever dream of. So we'll have a big we'll have a big we'll have a big segment next week. <laughs> and on top of that, I'm five and one against Nick in FanDuel. I have been dominating. It's just it's I almost want to lose to make it more competitive. So more I will read I will read it off my lineup. I'm going heavy at QB again. I'm going Josh Allen at New England. He always dominates the Patriots. I'm going Josh Jacobs. He leads the NFL in opportunities per game. Let me repeat that. Josh Jacobs leads the NFL in opportunities per game. Would have never thought that. He's going into Chicago. We know that defense. I'm going Jalen Warren. Super cheap here. I did do a studs and duds lineup. Jalen Warren, he's going to get that job sooner than later. Uh, Najee Harris sucks. Stefan Diggs to stack with Josh Allen. Rashi Rice for the Kansas City Chiefs. Christian Watson. They're playing Denver. He's got a breakout sooner than later. Spent up on tight end, Mark Andrews, 6,900. We got Josh Downs. Uh, Josh Downs in the the flex, who was super cheap. And uh, if they're going to beat Cleveland, like I said in in, uh, pod picks, you know, someone's going to have to catch some footballs. And then lastly, the New York Giants, $3,400 defense. Cheapest one you can get. That's my lineup. So I've got Geno Smith against the Arizona Cardinals defense, Saquon Barkley against Washington, Isaiah Pacheco against the Chargers, DK Metcalf stacked with Geno Smith. I've got Amon Ross St. Brown because he's just been going off and I think he'll continue. Uh, Isaiah McKenney, McKenzie with the Colts because he's a little uh, – little Does he play? Yeah, a little slot receiver. Minshew found him a few times on some good plays last week. I think they have like a sort of connection there. Um, Mark Andrews, um, like you did, I think like the receivers are letting down Lamar, but Mark Andrews is still performing solidly. Uh, T2 Atwell in the flex and then the Los Angeles Rams defense against the Pittsburgh Steelers offense, which is atrocious. Got it. So we both have Andrews. Uh, I'll read you uh, Isaiah McKenzie stats. He was five catches for 39 yards. Yeah. Uh, that's for the entire season, not last week. That's the entire yeah. season. What was last week? Three catches, catches for two catches what? for 20 yards. Yeah, I'll take it. All right, 4,600. I didn't even know they went that you low. Bet, that would make sense. The, you bet the India, the, the Colts. He's about to go off. For you, you know what? Week. He's probably going to win it for me. All right. That is it for us. And we are perfect timing because Thursday night football, this game is probably going to suck. This might be the worst football game you ever watch, but guess what? I, I should have bet it's, the under. It's still football. It's still football. It's still football. So I can get the live under. In June or July, we would be praying for this game. So enjoy it. We will see you next week. We appreciate all of you. Peace out. Peace.